boo. Isn't that like in the Disney parade? Like, boo to you. I haven't been to Disney at Halloween. I don't know. But I've been around Halloween time, but I've never been to like the Halloween things, if that makes sense. Yeah. I went to downtown Disney at Halloween when uh, me and some friends were down at Universal for Halloween Horror Nights. Mm, that'd um, be fun. It was super fun. <laughs> and I'm a total panty waste, as you are well aware. <laughs> um, but I did three haunted houses, and I was very proud of myself. Good for you. It's because they were short. Okay. When they're short, I can get in and out real quick. And and we're good. So I desperately want to watch a scary movie with you at some point. And I feel like you're going to hate me. Probably. Probably. Um, we'll see We'll see how tonight goes, because we went with the scarier of the options that we were debating. I don't think this is going to be super scary. I don't think so either. I actually think it's going to be really funny. <laughs> um, well, first off, hello. Hello. How, how was your week, Lovely Liv? It was good. It was meh. Like, it... It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. It's it was, a minus. It was pretty good, yeah. But it's but it's now Halloween weekend. It is. And I'm very ready. I'm very excited. And the weather in Georgia has decided for once to feel like Halloween. Yes. I mean, it's cold. It's overcast. The trees are bright red now. Yes, it looks spooky outside. Yeah. And I love it. I'm I so here it for it. Um, what are you doing for Halloween? So, uh, I have some friends out in Athens who every year plan a magnificent Halloween, um, murder mystery, uh, but with like a Lovecraftian undertone party. Um, and they- so fun. Yeah. They do this every year. Um, so this year I am the alchemist. Okay. And, um, yeah, I have my goals. And I don't know who all's going to be there. Um, okay. They try to keep the guest list a secret. We usually know some regular attenders. Um, but, uh, yeah. We will see. We That's will really see what's fun. I like that. Store. Yeah. They go all out that. for this. They work really hard. Uh, in past parties, um, they have had potions made that you have to drink and get certain abilities. They've nice. had... We had to paddle boat across a pond to get to the spirit world on the other side once. That's cool. It's super cool. Um, they, they really go all out for this. So yeah, I always have tons of fun at Halloween. That's awesome. Um, what about you? What are you doing? I am going to sit on the couch in my PJs and my comfy witch hat Mm -hmm. with my husband. And we are going to watch over the garden wall and probably I'll talk him into rewatching Bly Manor with me. Nice. Um, cause now I'm like Jones in for a rewatch of that. Yeah. Um, and then, um, we'll have trick or treaters at nice. night. So we'll, we'll, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of fun. Like you feel that adult moment when you're on the other side of the, the trick or treat experience. Oh yeah. It's so much fun to give kids candy. Yeah, it's it's fun to see, you know, the look on their faces, especially the ones who come later in the night yeah. when you have a bunch of candy left over still. And then you're like, you can take a whole handful. And they're yeah. like, I can? Yeah. I, that's my favorite. Yep. So, um, yeah, that's the plan. <laughs> so, um, response to one thing you said, and but first, just apologizing to the audience. Um, I seriously just sat here and removed four necklaces <laughs> from myself. So if there was like a clickety clackety, uh, 
that is what that was because I went dressed up as a pirate to work today and I wore I wear all my jewelry when I dress up as a pirate. Um, so I quickly realized I was like, hmm, we're recording and I'm over here like kushin, kushin, kushin. I always do the like like I like shake just out of habit. I can hear your bracelets in the background. I know in every episode and I try so hard not to do it because I have all these like they're like beaded crystal bracelets and I just shake them on habit. Mm-hmm. There's a bug, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to, like, almost smack you. Um, it was, like, a little fly, and I tried to, like, clap it with my hands. Um, like, right in front of my face. Yeah. But I, I did not see it, but I believe you. Um, but, yeah, I always shake my bracelets, and then I'm like, darn it, I need to stop, because they can hear it, but they don't know what it is, so it's just this weird, annoying, like, in the background. Yep. Um, but, also, we had a whole conversation pre-podcast today about how I just finished, I gave myself a, a spook this week and just finished reading Turn of the Screw and then watched the um, 60s film The Innocence, which is like a couple films we've actually watched on our podcast, but far too good for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it genuinely spooked me, and so Bly Manor is based on that. So at some point we might do like a side-by-side um, haunted governess viewing i'm so down yeah i'm so um, down i do really want to show it to you yeah um i mean blind manor is like eight episodes it's not oh yeah it would a, it would it would be kind of like a binge attend like yeah we, we would have to plan like a two-day thing oh yeah to watch it yeah but um i i think if you like the innocence then you will appreciate Bly Manor. Yeah. That is what I'm hoping at least. That's what I would hope as well. And it's, I, I would call it, I would consider it horror light. That's kind of how I felt about The Innocence. So, yeah, I would, yeah. I would watch it. Um, speaking of spooky things, um, so we were, we were down between a childhood cartoon favorite of mine and just a really hokey horror film that neither of us have seen. And we were just in the mood for really hokey horror it's films tonight. It's a hokey tonight. horror kind of night. So uh, this week we are watching uh, House on Haunted Hill from 1959. Um, when when I pulled it up on Prime, it said restart, and Liv was like, "Oh, so you've seen it already?" And I started watching this, and I quickly realized, like, "Oh no." We need to watch this <laughs> on the podcast, so I stopped. Um, I have not seen this film, but I've definitely seen clips of this film and many a skeleton gif of this film. I feel like I'm gonna, as we're watching it, be like, oh my gosh, I've seen that on Tumblr. I've yes. seen that on, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, this film has, I know, been riff tracked in my research. I this love film. riff tracks. I haven't watched a riff track <gasps> in, really in a really long time. Oh, okay. I've seen a riff tracks before. You're okay, like, we're about okay. to lose your mind. Okay. I have not watched a riff tracks in probably since college. If you don't know what riff tracks are, um, they're a they're they're the same guys who do um, Mystery Science Theater three thousand, but they record audio that you can purchase for like two dollars, and um, you play it over top of a movie that you're watching so they give you commentary of the movie mm-hmm. but it's really funny highly recommend the twilight one it's my favorite that would be really interesting. the lord of the rings ones are pretty funny too i have not seen the lord of the rings ones they're good I would probably really enjoy that um, um i so uh shall i shall i run the, the stats of this movie give us the stats um i don't care about anyone in the cast except vincent price so I'm not even gonna go over the other ones. Um, oh, it's actually has kind of high. I was ratings. gonna say pretty high ratings. Um, 
89% and 73% on tomato meter. And basically everything I can find about it um, says that it's kind of equal parts campy and creepy. Mm -hmm. And for that reason, it's sort of seen as a classic. I don't think this has like the hammer horror staples. There's not like the bright blood Mm -hmm. or the, We should watch some of those sometime too. We should. We mentioned that last week. Um, but it definitely has that, like, you're, you're going to see it for, like, the chuckles as well as the gasps. Um, this was actually one of the first, um, gimmick movies I found out, too. So when there is a skeleton, apparently in some theaters there was, like, a puppet skeleton that would swoop out over the audience. I love that. Um, I love that, too. Um, I also found out... I remember so the the portion I have seen of this film, um, I saw the house in question that is the house on Haunted Hill, and um, I remember thinking it didn't look very much like a haunted house, um, and I found out that this house is designed by Frank Lloyd Wright, who's a famous American architect, which I thought was a fun fact. Um, probably the most interesting thing I found out in researching this is that um, one of the things about it was that this is an incredibly low-budget film. How much? I have... Actually, let me see if I can find that out. Um, And also, like, how does that compare to today? Oh, that I have no idea how it would compare to today. Um, Let's see. Um, I'm, like, quickly scrolling through some stats um, about the uh, production. So, I don't think it has um, the budget listed, Um, but what was interesting about it is that as a low-budget horror film, apparently um, Alfred Hitchcock watched this and decided to try his own hand at low-budget horror, and then made Psycho, Um, which I have a feeling will be a far superior film (laughs) to this one, Um, but I don't know that for sure. Um... But yeah, it just seems like it's going to be kind of like a very classical, traditional um, Vincent Price horror movie. This did have a remake that came out in 1999. What did it say about The Haunting of Hill House? Um, so this was, this came out after the book The Haunting of Hill House was published. Um, so it's inspired by the same book. Okay. I don't, I, okay. Don't, I don't know how much it is. I I may have just taken the title and it been kind of like it's reminiscent of the title because what little I know about the haunting of Hill House I don't think this has very much in common with it I'll let you know based on what I know I haven't read the book but I've I love the show and I know the show is vastly different from the original story but pays homage to the original story So, so I'll tell you what if anything resonates yeah so I'll go ahead and let you know that the premise the premise is uh, Vincent Price is an eccentric millionaire who has a competition um, amongst, I think it's like five strangers, um, to see who can spend the night in the haunted house. And okay. if they do, they get $10,000. Nice. Um, which in 1960s money is way more than it is right now. Okay. Um, right now it'll barely buy, barely buy me a tank of gas. Mm-hmm. Um, but they... Uh, then, you know, spooks ensue. Um, apparently there's, like, some, uh, like, 
conniving on the part of the players, and I'm sure some lovely gaspy plot twists here and there. Um, but yeah, that's that's basically it. Okay. That's all I really know okay. about it right now. Um, so okay. yeah. Not a whole lot of, mm-hmm. of, of background stats on this, but again... Neither of us have seen this one. Yeah. Um, and we will... It's a very short film, an hour and 15 minutes, so... Okay. Um, I think we had talked about doing a double feature tonight, so... Yes. We may have a double feature Halloween special. Ooh. Um, Let's talk about what we expect. Since yes. neither of us have seen since it. Since neither of us have seen it, oh, this is going to be also, fun. Also, vibe check. Um, oh, vibe check. Sam Adams' Oktoberfest. Woo! Uh, I am enjoying Festbier. And I just have the standard Oktoberfest. Cheers. Cheers. Because this is this is a beer and tortilla chips kind, kind of, of a night. night. Um. <laughs> when um, you've been hanging out together for way, a really long time. Way too long. Um, Except not that long. Like really not that long. Sometimes I stop and remember how long we've been friends. And it's it hasn't not, been that long. It's not that long. It really isn't. But you are very much... Bug is back. <laughs> okay, I take back what I was like. I was about to be like, "You're just such a kindred spirit in my life." I'm, I'm like just the so, bug. I'm just so thankful that you're a part of my Lizzie, life. Lizzie, there's a bug. There's so many bugs in my apartment. I'm really sorry. It's fine. There's the. I we, have a bunch we have, too. You can see our corner spider. Oh, the corner spider. Yeah, yeah we have. We have those two. We're chill with corner spider right now. Yeah, we have a ton of spiders at our house. Um. Okay, so what am I expecting? I'm expecting, um, you know what I'm expecting more than anything? What? I'm expecting, like, there to be one or two female characters, probably only one, maybe two. Mm -hmm. More than that is pushing it. But they're all going to have that 1920s breathy kind of a voice. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like, like, or if they're English, they all kind of sound like this. Yeah. Oh, Vincent. You know, like, they have this, like... (laughs) It's a, it's this like nineteen fifties like overacting yeah like I I don't even know how to describe it yeah accentless thing yes Americans who were trained to have a British accent when they acted yeah yeah um I'm expecting that I'm expecting like like really like graphic artsy like um like the title to flash across uh-huh. you know what I'm talking about um I know we're watching the colorized version which is gonna make it so much worse I can't wait I'm expecting a couple slip-ups where the colors are wrong <laughs> yeah or they're like off on the frame a little bit um what are you expecting so from the knowledge that it's five people spending the night in a haunted house mm-hmm. I'm guessing that it I, there will definitely be at least one woman, and I think she's going to be a very femme fatale, sexy woman. If there's another woman, she's going to be like the dowdy, innocent. innocent. Yeah. Um, I think there's going to be a like a Professor Plum character mm-hmm. who's like very scholarly, and yeah. I also think there's going to be like all American Jack there. Yes, yeah. See? <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know who the fifth one's going to be, but those are those are my those are my guesses I think for you're right. At least four of the five. Um, and then I think that Vincent Price is just going to milk it. He's going to monologue, like, multiple times. Oh, so many times. So many times. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, I If there is a, like, sweet, dowdy woman, 
she's probably gonna win. Yeah. The innocent person will yeah. make it to the end. Yeah. And maybe <laughs> she dies in, like, the last second. Yeah. If everyone dies. Um, I think there's going to be um, some very high-pitched, like, violin, like... You know? Oh, yeah. And there'll be, like, doors that are, like... Yeah. Like, obnoxiously I also, loud. I also think that given how campy I have heard that this is, there's going to be some well-timed thunder and lightning. Of course. Um, some fog. Um, yeah. Some, like, some, like, soundstage, like, painted backdrops, probably. Yeah. I think, I think actually, aside from, like, the exterior of the house, most of this was filmed In a on studio, a soundstage. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I think that's pretty much what I've got right now. Well, I guess let's find out. Let's find out. All right. This is 1959, uh, Vincent Price's House on Honda Hill. All right. you could have just heard a second ago we just stopped the movie like truly just stopped it and Liv just went what but also you were screaming that's it that's the end of the movie it just ended yeah like (laughs) were there ghosts I don't know were there not ghosts how do you explain all the creepy stuff there weren't ghosts Okay, okay. So, alright. Let's try... I don't think we can unravel the plot holes in this. Do you want to know which ones bother me the most? The hand. Should we... You know what? Yeah? Before we do anything, let's give a brief synopsis for our listeners. Okay. (laughs) Excuse me. Spoilers Mm -hmm. for this movie... I was trying to say, like, absolute something of a movie, but I don't know what to call it. Um, okay. So, Vincent Price plays Mr. Lauren, who is a rich dude. Yes, who talks at the screen in the beginning of the film and invites these five people to the but, haunted but house. But also kind of you as the audience to oh, the yeah. haunted house. Well, and also there's a guy who apparently had family members die in the house and he talks on the screen. And, and he's he like about, been in the house before. Yeah, he's the one who's convinced the ghosts are real. Yeah. And, oh, they drive him there in hearses because, you know, Vincent Price. It's a themed party. Yeah. And it's the wife's party. It's for you, my dear. But the wife doesn't want to go. What was the thing he kept saying about the wife? Oh, she's so amusing. Amusing. He said that like four times. In the beginning, he just kept saying it. Um, so he and his wife clearly dislike each other. Right. He A has... Excuse <sighs> me. You knew either she was going to kill him or he was going to kill her. She is his fourth wife. The other three died of heart attacks, even though they well, were no, all in their twenties. Oh, the and two, two died of heart attacks, even though they were in their twenties. Yes. Um, 
and they the there's like the young oh okay so let's talk about the things we were right the five people who come there's a psychiatrist mm-hmm. there's a news reporter who let's be real does nothing, nothing in this movie she's there to be another woman I guess yeah um then there's the the brother who owns the house who believes in the ghosts there's, the like crazy yeah believer in ghosts yeah. like he's he's the one that's in the background that's like Oh, I warned you about the ghosts. He's he's always like, they're coming for us, using vague pronouns. Like, she's one of them now. Like, when somebody dies. Um, Um, There's Lance, the all-American fighter pilot. Yeah. Who is the waspiest man I've ever seen in my life. Yep. And And then then there's the young, sweet, virginal, uh uh, good girl. Nora. Nora. So, uh, how do I even, like, they see some maybe ghosts, but then the ghost that Nora thinks she sees ends up being the blind housekeeper's wife. Who somehow floats, and Nora even mentions that she floats. Yeah, but then we see her and she's real. Um, Like, are we supposed to assume, well, we'll talk about the rest of the plot and we'll come back. Yeah. my point. So then more stuff happens and uh, they find the wife of the millionaire hanging in the hallway and they quickly realize it couldn't be suicide. Because like how, how did she get up there? How did she get up there? Oh, someone, we don't see it on screen, but Nora says someone pulled her in a room and tried to choke her. Yes, and she's convinced it's Mr. Lauren. Yeah. But then halfway through, she's like, maybe it wasn't Mr. Lauren. But yeah. it's more that, oh, I don't know, maybe it wasn't Mr. Lauren. Yeah. Like, that, like oh. vague 50s. She finds fake heads hidden around her room to scare her. Because the guy... Sorry, I keep yawning. That's okay. The one uh, guy who's brother and sister-in-law had like killed each other in the house they had like found their bodies but not their heads yeah so it's supposed to be the heads or whatever um but then gosh i can't even remember this movie in order it was so weird then lance they all go into their rooms for the night oh there's there's the okay the one other woman in the house she's just there to have blood drip on her hand two times because there's these blood patches in the ceiling that keep appearing over her head. Blood drips on her. She's been marked. Yeah. That, that never comes back. Nothing ever happens to her. Um, and the... Let's see. Good lord. I feel like I'm doing such a bad job of this. Uh, Lance gets trapped in a trick wall for no reason. Nora, the, the one who... Oh, they all think she's hysterical. Because she screams she's, a lot. Because she's been scared. She sees the ghost of the wife, and this rope sneaks into the room and winds around her feet like the rope that she was hanged with. Highly supernatural. Like, there's no way that that rope could have moved on its own kind of deal. Yeah. This is clearly a ghost. Yeah. Except for plot twist, you find out that the wife Mrs. Lauren was having an affair with the psychiatrist of all characters 
and they were faking her ghost by like they had her in like a harness and they hung her out the window how the rope worked i don't know how the magical blood drips from the ceiling i don't know there's one part where a hand comes around a corner and grabs nora over the mouth and it could be a gloved hand on the psychiatrist but that was timed perfectly Oh, they kept, you kept seeing movement behind curtains, but you never knew who was moving behind the curtains because they never opened the curtains. Um, and then there was a piano that played itself, which... Yeah, I guess that could be automated, but they never established it. It was... So, yeah, were there ghosts? Were there not ghosts? The believer at the end certainly wants us to think there are ghosts. Because the ghosts are coming, and he looks into the camera. Directly into the camera. For you! Like Judy Dench at the end of Cats. <laughs> All the things you could have compared it to. <laughs> Not Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up. No, no, you picked Judy Dench from Cats. Because, alright, Mr. DeMille, I'm ready for my close-up is too good. for Like, it's intentional. This was... First, let me say I highly enjoyed this. Yes. But not for the, the right reasons. Um, oh, yeah. So the, the, the basic plot, though, the um, psychiatrist and, and the men, Mrs. Lauren, the wife, were planning to freak Nora out until she was so hysterical that she, like, couldn't handle it anymore. And they all had guns that they had been given when they went into the house. And so the plan was to send Mr. Lauren into the cellar after her, knowing that she would get freaked out and then turn around and shoot him, which she does. But, but also, Mr. that's that's a big if. If, yeah. But the psychiatrist is, is reassuring the wife, like, no, my darling, this plan is foolproof. Of course it will work. And no one will ever suspect a thing. Um, and then they make out, and then... Um, and by make out, we mean, like, 50s kiss, which is, like... Where they kind of just smush their faces together weirdly. It always looks so painful. Yeah. Um, and then, plot twist, Mr. Lauren, Vincent Price's character, knew they were planning this whole scheme. So then... You double, put- double, like, double, not double cross, like, like played them both. Yeah. And threw put- the man into a vat of acid. Which, yeah, this house has a vat of acid sitting in the basement. And then had a skeleton puppet and made it look like the skeleton, his skeleton had risen out of the acid, out of the acid to haunt Mrs. Lauren, who then freaks out, and then the skeleton puppet chases Mrs. Lauren into the vat of acid, and she dies. I feel like I feel like no one listening to this is going to understand anything that we're summarizing. Here. I don't really understand it either, and I think that's part of it. it. I didn't hate it. No, it was okay. So also, just you said at some point in this that this movie clearly had to have inspired, um, you know, the haunted mansion at Disney World. You had everything. The self-playing organ. I'm your host. Yeah. They didn't say ghost host. Your, but... your host, my dear. <laughs> um, you had the, the, the well, t- I was right. We had well-timed lightning and thunder. Well-timed lightning and thunder. Um, the oh, color was pretty good. The there were a few, was okay. There was a few 
parts where it was a little wonky in the background, but it was pretty good. Chandelier fell in the beginning. Yep. We didn't call that one. Um, yeah, it was just very... All these things that should be in a haunted house, except we didn't actually have ghosts. The house maybe. looks stupid. The, okay, they keep cutting to the exterior of the house, and it's a terrible exterior. It looks For like a, a Minecraft house. Like, it's just blocks. Okay, here's the thing. I like the house. I don't. In, I think it's ugly. In and of itself, I think, like, if you saw it in the daytime, where it's located... No, nah, I'd still think it's butt ugly. I, I would think it would be fine, but it does not work for this movie. There's no reason it should be shot at night. Also, the interior is, like, this gothic architecture, sometimes, kind of. Like, some rooms are very gothic architecture, and then there's just this hallway that's just the most boring hallway I've and ever seen. And 90% of the movie is in the hallway. And why... The vat of acid was so important. They yeah. came back to that vat of acid like eight times to the point where I was like, oh no, the vat of acid, what will happen? <laughs> like, I don't know. I, 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 I'm confused. I'm so confused by this movie. But I like it. <laughs> me too. Okay, can I say something that's probably gonna get me, like, a lot of, like, weird... I'd say looks. Nobody can look at me, really. Like, it's I a podcast. I think I know exactly what you're about to say. Vincent Price is kind of hot. Yeah. I knew that's what you were gonna say. Yeah. I, I find his voice very appealing. The man himself does not do it for me. I kind of like his pencil mustache. It's not terrible. I feel like that's okay, weird to do say. You know, do you know who I find more attractive than Vincent Price? Mm-hmm. Bill Hader playing Vincent Price on SNL. If y'all haven't, <laughs> if y'all haven't ever seen yeah, him do Vincent Price's like Halloween parties, those are hilarious. Oh my god. Liberace shows up. It's just great. <laughs> um, and that's kind of what this felt like. This kind of felt like an endless SNL clip. But like, yeah. there was some stuff in it that was so ridiculous. I'm like, this... I'm looking at Prime right now. It says this is suspense horror drama. No. It, they had to have known that that whole last scene with the skeleton... It's just hilarious. I, I don't know. Here's what I don't... You know what I don't like about this movie? What? And I say don't... The phrase don't like, take that with a grain of salt. Because I absolutely adored this movie. But again, for the wrong reasons. This movie... Keeps coming back to this notion that it is the people in the house and not the ghosts that we should fear. Mm. That it's like, it's like, it wants to be like, ooh, spooky, just kidding, it's gritty realism. Mm -hmm. But the spooky is just like a little too unbelievable. Yes. If that makes sense. Like, Like, why is the blood appearing in random places and dripping from the ceiling? Did they plan that? 
How did they plant? I want to know. How did they fake the blood? How did they... We know how he faked the skeleton at the end. So how did they fake the blood? How did they do the piano? Where where did the monster hand come from? Whose hand was it? How, how did they make the blind housekeeper float? They distinctly say that she floated. As in they saw her feet not touch the ground. Oh my god. How did... How? Also, though, she appeared the first time. This was hilarious. Was like she... The first time you see her, all the lights in this room go out. I, okay, the thing that the thing that I didn't like in this movie, this movie has at least oh ten, God. ten shots of slowly panning around the same, like, maybe three or four rooms. And, you know, in one of them, you watch the lights go out, like, they, they do that shot, like, 20 times. It's the times. same cellar with the bag with, of acid. Yes. And so the first, the first quote-unquote ghost who appears is... The poor old caretaker's blind wife. That genuinely scared me when she first came. It was like yeah. a good jump scare. It was a good jump scare. Um, but like she... <laughs> like all the lights turn off and she appears in this doorway and she just slides into frame. And then she just slowly slides out of the frame. Yeah, slides. Not walks, slides. And then they're like... And then Nora's like, I saw a ghost. And they're like, oh, you mean this perfectly normal housekeeper who just happens to be blind? Who is not perfectly normal. I'm really sorry. No, she's not perfectly normal. She's the scariest person I've ever seen in my life. (laughs) My, like, like, skeleton left my body for a few seconds when I saw her. (laughs) Like. But see, like, and I did the same thing. We both jumped. And it was legitimately scary. But then the next second, as as Nora's just screaming, we just watch this Halloween prop roll out of the room. By the way, the woman who shows up as this nice little, you know, old blind lady, she has no lines. She doesn't say anything. She's, I don't think she's a real person. I think that was literally a, a Halloween prop. She is not a real person. She might not have been a real person. She doesn't move a lot. Well, she, well even when we see her with her husband later, she doesn't move. Oh, the mm. caretaker finds Nora and puts his hand around her mouth and he's like, he's going to kill you. Who is he? We ne- like, we don't, we don't so little about the housekeepers that we don't know if he is, is in on the affair between the... Like housekeeper, not the house, the not the housekeeper. God, that'd be scary. Good um, lord! You don't know if he's in on the affair between the psychiatrist and Mrs. Lauren, or if he's referring to Mr. Lauren. I don't know. All I know is that I'm I'm confused. I'm so confused, but I'm not too upset about it. This I okay. This makes me want to go watch the Rift Tracks version of this. I feel that'd like be it, so funny. I feel like it would be absolutely hilarious. Um, I really um, am very curious about like if they do screenings of this. Like you know, that'd be so like like Rocky Horror. Yeah, the it would be so much fun. 
this is this is a delightfully bad movie. It like is. I, I feel like a lot of things I read were misleading. They're like, oh, it's a campy classic of horror. This is not it's, a classic. No, this is campy, but it's not good. No, it's not. All right, I've got my rating. Yeah. Because I love a bad movie. Uh huh. For all the wrong reasons. This movie is 10 out of 10 slowly extinguishing gas lanterns oh my God. shot over and over again in a wide panning shot. I I would probably That takes a good minute of screen time each time. You know what I'm gonna give this, and I can't believe I haven't said this yet. Um, I'm going to give this four out of five um coffin boxes for holding <laughs> for holding pistols because Vincent Price invited him to a party and he put guns in little boxes shaped like coffins. Oh, the guns were their party favors. Yeah. And I guess the coffin boxes too. I'm not gonna lie, I'd kinda like a little coffin box. Yeah, it was cute. cute. So yeah, this was this was delightful. It was terrible, but I loved it. It is, for lack of a better word, art. <laughs> <laughs> it is bad movie art. Jesus. Speaking of bad movie art, what's next, Lizzie? Oh, um, well, I believe that we are. You are we still down for doing double feature tonight? Yeah. Um, I would argue that the next movie is is not a bad movie. It it's just a little silly. Yeah. You might even say that it's just a bunch of don't hocus pocus. Favorite Halloween movie time! Yay! I'm actually really excited to watch this with you. Calgary Binks, what took thee so long? I'm just gonna quote the whole movie. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. I'm no. just gonna quote the whole totally movie. Totally are. Totally so, are. So, join us in like five minutes. I, well, okay, so we're we're having a, a Halloween Friday. So, this is our Halloween Friday. Join us for Halloween Saturday tomorrow. Yes. And we will we will share our Hocus Pocus viewing. Yes. Oh, I'm Let's really excited it. to watch this with you. All right, I'm pumped. All right, well, I next I, week, next next week, next uh, tomorrow we'll go amok, amok, amok with our our podcast. I don't feel like I have a good Vincent Price impression. I have a I terrible. I really, I really wish I could. I wish I could like sign off with like a, you know, a thriller style monologue of. <laughs> Of how how delightfully campy this movie was, but alas, we should we can't do we can't do Vincent justice. I can't do Vincent justice, no. and he deserves better than that. He does. But thank you for watching this with me. It was a delight. And now on to bigger and better brews and booze. I can't believe we haven't made a booze pun yet. Hey y'all, this is Talkin' Trash with Liv and Lizzie, the podcast where two friends show each other our silliest and most treasured movies. Each week we'll watch a beloved movie, no matter how corny, childish, or contrived. Sometimes a masterpiece with minor flaws. Other times a magnificent mess. Because one man's trash is Liv and Lizzie's treasure.
Thanks for hopping in the trash can with us. Give this week's movie a watch and tell us what you think. And let us know what movies you think are trashy treasure. Maybe we'll give it a watch. Follow us on Twitter at Liv and Lizzie to tell us your thoughts. And remember, no matter how trashy you feel, you are deeply treasured. Bye!